stars here today, but we're switching it up with two strong black men. I'll let them introduce my, themselves. What's going on, Zach? How you doing? I was good, bro. How you living? Hey, man, I'm great. I'm glad you could be here. I'm fortunate to have you, a bright star on my show. And hey, man, just give us a little something to talk about today. All right, what's good, folks? So my name is Zach, as my brother just now said. Uh, Y'all can find me on IG at, at the Black Academic, which is like D-A. Somebody else had the, so, you know, just go ahead and put the for the culture. You know, it's vibes. <laughs> for the culture. So, uh, but uh, I'm an educator. Uh, I'm an organizer. Uh, I'm a writer. On top of that, I got a book club going on. We actually meeting up today. It's called Unlocked because we're trying to unlock the mental. So, you know, right. I'm kind of working with the vibes of my bro here where we all doing things to uplift the culture. Yes, sir. So, uh, that's what we on right now. Yes, sir. And to the left of me, my boy Justin. How you doing, Justin? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm great. I'm glad you could come visit us today, too. Just give us a little spill about yourself right quick. Uh, my name's Justin. My Instagram is at I am spread the word. And pretty much, man, I just preach everybody to just become the best version of themselves. You know, we go, we all go through highs and lows in life. We all go through different obstacles, but don't let that hold you back from you becoming the best version of yourself. Facts. I love that. I love that. I know that's one of your favorite things to say, but I had to take it from you because I love that and that's genuine. So really, like I said, we just vibing it out today, fellas. Uh, today's episode is just really going to be a little different than the usual because we're just black men talking about everyday topics and we're just here to be vulnerable today and you know just really say how we feel and what's on our minds and so I just want to open up the floor by really asking y'all as black men how y'all doing like how how y'all surviving out here today man all right so this is this is actually a question I like to ask every now and then but I gotta do a better job at you know checking in on some other brothers out here right but uh just with everyday activity like being in this uh for myself, I like to call this a plantation. Yeah, yeah. Being here in the US, man, you just we still in another plantation. Like you you getting hit with stuff every day. Like uh just the black family in general. Yeah. But as black men, you know, like it seems like you hop on Twitter, people people N words ain't I don't know if we can cuss man. Or hey, not, look, but we, we vibing, bro. Just talk. All right, bro. N words ain't ain't poo. You know what I'm saying? You you hit with get hit with that, but then at the same time we bringing that right back on our sisters and whatnot. So it's like that's a mental hit right there. Then you got uh you worrying about like I don't like having the feeling of like blue lights making me feel inferior, less than. Yeah. So in my mind, like if I if I see a blue light, then that's like oh oh like dang okay. And then then when I realize it ain't even for me, I'm like. Damn, bro, why I feel like that? Like, hold on now. Like, I'm a man. Like, hold on. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't feel that way about no other person when they drive by. And then at the same time, then you got, uh, like, propaganda on TV. You know, people always trying to pull you this way, this way, that way. And, you know, then you got distrust within the community. So you never know, like, somebody trying to put you on game or somebody trying to pull you for something for their personal benefit or whatnot. So there's so much out here. Yeah, that's, like, a good question to start off with it. Man, I feel like I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> With like all I'm that, not, I feel like I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just keeping my mind cognizant on it all. Definitely, man. You had a good spill there, and I mean, I I definitely vibe with you on all of that. You know, I feel that. 100%, especially when, even when you were talking about the part with the police, like, man, I'm not even doing something. I feel like I'm being violated. What about you, JD? I feel just the same way as y'all do as far as in our community and, you know, I just do my best to stay low, stay out the way, and just, you know, focus on myself because, you know, it's a lot of noise out here, and sometimes even you can't, like, get away from the noise. Sometimes it comes towards you, so you could be 
you know, innocent, not doing anything wrong. And, you know, you could be approached and you could be approached in a negative way. So I just do my best. Like what I'm working on now is just my breathing. Like when mm. I notice that my breathing changes, that means that my mood has changed. So I'm doing my best just to stay focused, stay on track, and just, you know, if I know I'm doing the right thing for the right reason and if something happens, then that means it was just destiny. So I just do my best just to stay out the way, stay low key, and just do what I gotta do to keep moving forward in life. But yeah, man, it's, it's a lot, it's crazy out here in the world when you really get into it. Man. You meditate? Yeah, I do meditate. Man. It's not as consistent as it could be, but at least once a day, man. Yeah, you got to. Uh, when you said breathing, man, you you know what uh, breath translates to when it's uh, talking about like Kemet, Egypt, and uh, and Greek. No, I don't. It, it's uh, breath equals spirit. Wow, so when you're focusing on your your when you just now said, you know, if I know my my breath changed and my mm -hmm. mood changed. That's your spirit being moved some type of way. So whenever you're feeling that, man, like always be in tune with that because that's your intuition, your first, your intuition, your feelings. Yeah. Like it's it's a universal language. So that's like that's that's God talking to you. <laughs> that's right. a that's a that's a form, not not just one way because God mm -hmm. talks to us in, in many different ways. Mm -hmm. But that's like one of those forms that God's talking to you. Like where exactly is your spirit being moved? So you being cognizant of that, man. You already you already on something that many people ain't even realizing. Thank you, man. I just do a lot of listening, man, and I just try to pick up gems here and there, just incorporating into my life. You know, you can't take yeah. in too much information at one time, but yeah. even a sentence, something could just change your life, man. So I appreciate that. I really didn't know that. I know that. Man, I was not. Nah, that was something spectacular there, you know. And I feel like even with the med meditation, you know, my I go by learn to listen and listen to learn, and I feel like a part of it is being obedient within yourself, like knowing this is what's making me feel this way. And I feel like as men, the world tries to teach us to detach our feelings. And I feel like personally, that is a weakness. Like when you telling me not to feel a certain way about something that's natural, you know what I'm saying? Like the vibe that I get that they try to force on men is anger, you know, um, inner toughness. You know, they, they try to you know, I don't want to use the word masculine in that word because masculine is good. And honestly, I feel like the world has took the word masculine and made it seem like it's such a bad thing. But like, you, you know, you hear toxic masculinity a lot. And I'm, I'm going to save that for a little bit. But when, when we don't know how to control how we feel, I feel like you're lost. That's you're true. always playing catch up because... I feel like that is the inner turmoil that's, you know, that's hurting you, that you don't know what's going on because you're not taught how to appreciate the feelings. You're not taught to appreciate the highs and lows of things. You know what I mean? So that's, that's I'm glad both of y'all brought up that topic. Really, let me ask y'all, how does the world make y'all, does the world have an influence on how y'all view y'all selves? Oh, definitely. Really? Okay. Definitely. <laughs> elaborate, one of y'all elaborate for me right quick. Cause, uh, so fitness and everything, right? Mm -hmm. Man, when mm -hmm. I was growing up, you know, when you're young, you don't necessarily, uh, nobody's touched your, your garden yet as much as you do when you get older. All right. So when stuff, some people start pushing you out of your garden of Eden and you start realizing those influence of others. So up until maybe middle school, I didn't realize I was getting chubby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, middle school, do it to you. <laughs> yeah. Then I started thinking, I was like, wait, all the girls, like all the athletes, hold on now. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, all through, so middle school, I'm sitting there fighting and getting away from my chubby and trying to get back to my athletic self as I was naturally as a kid. But then uh, 
high school comes, that's all I'm thinking about sports. Cause I'm like, oh, that's gonna bring girls in. You know? mm -hmm. Like then I got away from baseball. Man, I watch. Man, I looked at your man. I looked at your page, man. When we caught back up, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, should have stayed they in baseball. baseball. <laughs> but hey, look, all of us that played baseball here at the it's table. True. Black men stay in baseball. Please they do. need us. Yeah, that's true. where the money is at. Black men go back to baseball. If I can make it a campaign, I would. I stand yeah. behind that. But my bad. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you good. But that, that, that's the thing, because I, I went straight into basketball. I was getting taller, so people were like, go to basketball. You know, the yeah. typical thing. And then uh, you, you are getting up graduating from high school, college. And again, you know, like, I, don't, I know we know, deep down inside, I feel like men know everything. At least 50% of what we do is dependent on women. Yep, <laughs> I agree. I'll agree. And for me, I personally went down a, a, a rabbit hole, like, nothing but fitness. Like, super strict, like, on, like, checking my weight every single day. Um, and that's the exact thing they say not to do. Uh, I went, my fitness pal, putting in every single little thing. Like, I need to know exactly, am I at 2,200 calories? Dang, am I at 2,250? Damn, I ate too much. So, like, that put me down. As though, even though my, physically I was elevating, mm -hmm. mentally I was going, I was uh, descending, mm -hmm. you know. So, for me, when it comes down to, when you talk about influence from right. society, man, that, that definitely got me because I was like, dang, I got to look a certain way. I got to be right. a certain way. I got to act a certain way. And in reality, I'm just being influenced by people that don't even care about me. People right. that just trying to make money at the end of the day. Dang, that's hey, that's another way to look at it. Justin, I know with fitness being a big part of what you do, how do you keep it a consistent part of your everyday life and still find the will to, you know, continue to keep it going but not just overconsume you if you understand what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's a great question. I mean, I just really have made it just a true habit of mine and I just feel like, you know, the mind uh is connected to the body. And the body's connected to the mind, but the mind really controls the body. So I just feel like, uh, kind of like David Goggins says, like you have a um, when you reach when you believe that you reached your limit, you've only reached forty percent of your capabilities. So like, say like there's a speed limit, and it says you can't go past forty. So in our mind, when we're working out, when we're doing any type of habit, any type of exercise, any type of anything that's slowing us down, or we feel like we're giving up, we've only reached forty percent of our capabilities. So if you have that mindset towards anything that you do you can go a lot further. So I use that for as far as uh, fitness, like my body getting tired when I think I'm done, I still got more. So I just use it as a mountain, like like Zach just said, like when I was in a uh, same same story, basically, like in middle school, high school, chubby, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it <laughs> just okay. happened. Even, yeah. even in college, it just got worse and worse and worse. Like it's so easy just to not pay attention to the nutrients and just eat. And realistically, the healthy food tastes just about as good as the other food. You know what right. I mean? Like sugar-free ain't no different than a regular drink. You know what I mean? Like a sugar-free barbecue sauce, sugar-free ketchup is the same thing as regular barbecue sauce, regular ketchup. You know what I mean? So it's just the little bitty things, but I just made it a habit. And I just pretty much like have made like a mountain, like a mountain full of goals. So like say as far as like if you're climbing a mountain, like each step is a micro grow that you're making progress towards your macro growth. So as soon as I finish this one mountain, I have to move on to a higher mountain because right. I feel like in life, like uh, most people really get comfortable with wh where they are right now, like whether it's, you know, spiritually, mentally, financially, physically, all of the above, most people really get comfortable and that's because they achieved their goals and they got comfortable. But you have to set a higher mountain because you can always achieve more and more and more. And it's just that like, I believe that the meaning of life is that I've, I don't, it's not like I'm like, chasing you know money or i'm chasing followers anything like that it's just as so far as that i know that i can experience more out of the life that i'm experiencing right now like 
this is not the happiest that I can be. You know, this is not the most best experiences that I can experience. I'm, my body is not in the best shape that it can. It's the best it's ever been right now, but I know it can be better. You know, I can be more consistent. I can be more disciplined. I can take more action. And I just know there's more to life. So I just use that in every which way that I can in yeah. every area, whether it's reading books, whether it's listening, whether it's working out, whether it's goals, whether it's financial. I just know there is more to it. So that's why I just keep going and never give up. Dang, bro. That's a... Hey. That's what's up, man. That's yeah, solid. Bro. Man, let me touch on something that both I know both of y'all specialize in. And I got to say it like this. Since we vibing, I'm going to just keep it plain and simple. Niggas don't read. Okay? <laughs> Niggas don't read. And I hate saying that. I hate just hearing that come out of my mouth just made me go, ugh. But why is it in the black community especially, what is it about reading that people went to such extremes to learn how to read such extremes to learn how to write that y'all feel like our culture because i mean okay if i look at both of y'all in this room that's an example of an outlier an anomaly and i feel like you know people love to talk about the anomalies but instead of actuality and the real numbers of what happened i know both of y'all read but why do y'all feel like our culture almost disses reading or just has thrown reading to the side the way it does um I, I believe because it's uh it's difficult. You mm. know, it's it's not easy. Like it's easier to watch a TV show, it's easier to watch a music video, it's easier just to go hang out than actually sit down, be disciplined and read a book. And I you know, I was one of those kids, like I think I had stopped reading when it came back to like fifth grade, like North Fayette, like when you had yeah. like the book challenge and used to go to the, the book fair and pick out books and those was the last time I read. I didn't read all middle school. Nah. I didn't read all high school. When it came to taking tests uh, based off the readings, I just, you know, skimmed Chris, through, yeah, skim through it mm -hmm. just to get through it. And I actually didn't start reading until, like, I think beginning in college. And even at that point, I'm like, man, I'm done reading. And then once I started my journey, then that's when I figured out, like, how powerful reading is, is because they put all the information in the books because they know that people are not going to read the books. And most of the information that I have learned up to this standpoint has been through a book. And then you also have to look at it like this. Like, I learned that, like, you have to, the person who wrote the book, they're basically telling you their journey to where they got where they at. And basically, you're taking 10 years, 20 years worth of information, and you're putting it into a 150-page book. And there's no limit on how many books you can read. So you can read decades of information within a week, two weeks, a month, and you could be so much farther ahead because you learned their entire journey in a week. So when you think about how fast you're accelerating your growth and your learning, it's unlimited, but it just takes that discipline to sit down and actually read that book. So, definitely. How about you, Zach? How do you feel about it? All right. So you said the discipline part right there, yeah. man. That's that is the the key of it all. Cause, yeah. um, like I said, I got a book club. So just to put, you know, shameless plug, follow us at Unlock TBC. TBC stands for the book club, but it also is the Black Curriculum Club. What we actually focusing on is us. But, um. That old-fashioned that, that quote where they said, uh, you want to hire something from a black man, put it in a book. You know, they always have a, a it was like an old parable where somebody robbed somebody's house, but all the, the money was actually inside of their books. Like, the cash was in the book, so they robbed the house, and it was everything, they got everything but the actual money because it was in the books. So it's like a two-fold thing where you have, again, y'all, you just now said, like uh, value, uh, you got all, somebody's whole life in a 150 page, but you got the principles of that in a book. So now you got somebody's, you got value out of a book. 
but then they also had monetary value in the book. Right. So now in that whole little parable, that story, like you just now missed out on the knowledge, but you missed out on the money. And overall, like when we talking, there's so many different books out there. You can accumulate. Now we we are in 2021, mm-hmm. 2020. Everybody talking about financial wealth. Like how can you get get this this financial wealth? But at the same time, like as you saw with uh, this whole GameStop thing lately, like that was a, a big move with a, with a lot of people communally that was only, it was basically just for money at the yeah. end of the day, just for money. It had no real purpose behind it at all. So for me, like, I'm imagining, one, that was a communal act. Here we push capitalism so much. I don't know how y'all feel about capitalism, but I know it's not necessarily for us because originally we were the capital. Right. <laughs> so therefore, in, in its root, it can't be for us. And that's a, that's a later conversation. Hey. But... So now I'm talking about something communal. You got GameStop. Them, them folks basically came together collectively, communal, for money. Imagine if we do that and actually understand our situation ourselves with a purpose behind it. Again, Mia. So uh, with a purpose behind it, with a mission, chasing our passions, not necessarily just chasing money, bringing our passions together so it's really with love for one another. And actually coming together, you know, you read books, like you just now said, you got all that information, those principles, those values in your head. Imagine every time we come up with another brother, we actually exchange information that, so that we can move communally like they did with games. Like, you don't got to do it on Reddit. It's right. a code. We already know. So then you actually start doing that together. Then, like, you can't do individual capitalism does not work. Mm-hmm. Do it communally. We can't, well, can, like you said, 40%. We probably not even touching 40% of what we can do right so like imagine when we all together on these books you know and actually bringing in all this knowledge collectively like our ancestors collectively were and it's in our principles and our values so like uh that's my thing man if i can't get some people to actually read a book man i like that and, and get away from you know just documentaries and tv because i'm gonna cut it short but uh, like like for instance uh one night in miami that movie right okay people might look at that as in like Oh, that this is history. Like, oh, this is our story. Somebody like that, right? But if you actually read Malcolm's autobiography, his family was down there with him in Miami. In, in one night in Miami, he's calling back home. Within mm-hmm. context, you know, that's that's not something a warrior does. He right. was a warrior. Right. He's going to take care of his family. You know, we're talking about manhood right mm-hmm. here. You're going to take care of your family. When you know there's threats out there for you, you know there's mm-hmm. got to be threats for your family, too. So, like, he's not about to have them up, up, um, a backup back home. You know, right. they're going to be in Miami with him. In the book, he, they were in Miami with him. Right. So now you put an image out there that I got my family miles away that I can't protect them. But in reality, I had them with me the whole time. And that's actually a subliminal message right there. You know, right. like, we don't Steve. do that. You take care of yours, you know. Steve. Yes, sir. Man, hey, take care of yours. That's, that's, that's real. And that can go so far. But let me ask y'all this, right? So while we're on the topic, the word toxic masculinity, right? When I say that, what comes to y'all's mind? Like, how does that word make y'all feel? Because being in the day and age that we live in, we have social media. And to me personally, I feel like I see the word toxic masculinity thrown around so much. So when y'all see it, what does that mean or how does that make y'all feel? Last year, I got a little bit in a little little in trouble because... (laughs) I said on my Twitter, I was like, yo, toxic masculinity, yeah, we we understand it. We get it. But I was like, when you when you learn balance and reciprocity, mm-hmm. everything's on a spectrum. Everybody talks about love, but it's on a spectrum with hate. 
when you talk about truth, it's on a spectrum with lies. You can't have one without the other. So therefore, I'm saying, I was on my Twitter basically saying, I barely hear anything about toxic femininity. Right. And I don't want to get into that. I was saying, therefore, we must really have a toxic humanity problem. Mm. And next thing you know, I had, and I'm reading the, uh, I'm rereading the miseducation of the Negro. Right. So we talk, he's talking about like highly educated Negroes. You know, we don't use that term anymore, but he's talking about like talented 10. Yeah. And how they, and they try to come back with their people, but they can't really connect. And I, now I'm, in my opinion, when I was getting attacked, I had some highly educated Negroes sitting there trying to hit me with these new liberal terms. And I was like, you can't have that. It doesn't exist. And blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, look, we, we human at the end of the day. Like I can only, whatever I, I, whatever I've manifested and created, I got it from somewhere. I, I was birthed from a woman. Like I was like, it came from some, some unit, something cultivated this. So at the end of the day, we have a humanity problem. And for me, that's what I was trying to get to. And, and people got on, on, so stuck on that toxic femininity term that I use. And I was like, bro, y'all missing my entire point. Yeah. But I feel like we just got to, uh, we don't have a culture that's really ours at the end of the day. And that's mm -hmm. really what it is. I don't think it's that, that toxic fem uh, masculinity. That's just like a liberal term that's confusion, bro. Like at the end of the day, we just need to come together and unify at the end of the day and actually talk like this. Right. So we can work it out. Facts. What about you, JD? How you feel about it, Justin? I think I think like basically what both of y'all said as far as like coming together and really uh handling the problems because I mean I mean I really don't know too much in detail, you know, about the topic, but from what I see is that like, you know, it's a lot of like, you know, point the finger, it's a lot of cause and effect when really like, you know, it's a reason for, it, it happened. It's like I don't I don't even know the words to really even say to it though, but it's like, you know, the energy is released based off the energies that's put in. You know what right. I mean? I'm only going to act a certain way because you get, the situation gave me a reason to act that way. So exactly. it's a mix of both if, as far as what y'all both said about y'all coming together and we both handling the problems and, you know, moving on from it, though. But I definitely think it's something that's been, like, you know, overused. Right. I ain't saying it don't exist. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, yo, like you said, you said cause and effect. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the actual root of this. Like, let's, right. not, let's not just sit here and do it our oppressors do and only look at the effect and blame it on the effect yeah you know let's actually look at what the cause is of this so we can actually you know solve it right and that's what is important that you said that because i feel like it's really from a lack of problem solving you know like to me personally i feel like it gets the word and the term gets thrown around so much because it's a lack of actual masculinity going around right now and i feel like that is mainly because we don't hold each other accountable like, I feel like as men, we have to do a better job as holding each other accountable because if I see my brother slacking, why would I just let him continue? If I really say I love him, if I really say, bro, I rock with you, if I really say all these things, why would I let you just go down this rabbit hole? Why would I just continue to let you keep doing wrong? Because in the end, it's hurting me as well. Yeah. You know, it might not seem like, oh, tomorrow because of this action you did, I'm going to feel it. But in some type of way, it still connects back to me because we're all connected. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? When they see you, yeah. they see me. When when they see you, they see me too. You know, it is as men, we get categorized together. As black men, especially, you know, we get thrown into an even smaller box. So the way you handle yourself, the way you carry yourself in society is how a, a stranger on the outside, they might view me in that same way. So I feel like a lot of it is just a lack of you know, accountability. And that's what I, I try to push with my brothers, you know, by 
living my best self. I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means, but I'm trying to better myself to where the way I handle myself and the way that I maneuver is, you know, if almost to where it just rubs off on somebody else. Like all all of us in here are positive black men. We're full of charisma. And that's why I brought both of y'all on here because I just wanted to show the world on a larger scale we can get together like this and vibe and just talk, you know, and just, you know, we don't always have to be guarded. I feel like we're so guarded. So I feel like vulnerability is something that we we don't know how to handle it correctly, you know. I feel like some topics people be like, oh, man, you, you shouldn't talk about that. What are some topics that y'all felt like are, are touchy in the black community, especially with men? If y'all had to say you something, put me on something touchy. Yeah, <laughs> let's like, see, let's see. Like, what what do you think is a topic that we either stray away from or something that like really gr grinds our gears? You know, do y'all have anything in specific y'all feel like? Man, if you would have asked me some years ago, mm -hmm. possibly, but I've been personally trying to keep my equilibrium mm. away from the thing. Hey, nothing that, wrong with that. that. It's hard in my mind. Like I kind of. Nah, it's, it's no pressure on it. Anything you gotta uh, say about JD? Um, and what was the question again? Like, like the top, like anything that makes, like the touchy topics in the black community, like for black men, for us to talk about. Like, I feel like we get touchy on things that we shouldn't get touchy on. Mm, <laughs> like sometimes okay. I feel like, for instance, if I if I criticize another man on how they be acting in a certain way, and I'm like, I know for instance, this is not something beneficial to us as a collective right like you dogging a woman and i want to talk to you about it like or or some other man dogging a woman or something like that and i've noticed men will defend men harder than they will a woman. women <laughs> and i'm like bro why are you defending this man so so hard why yeah. are you like again accountability like that right there i feel like sometimes and this may be a different turn on the word touchy but i feel like that's something that's, that's touchy because i'm like why exactly are you defending this man so hard? <laughs> are you seeing yourself in him? Yeah. Or like, is this someone you really actually look up? Like, what? Why are you idolizing this person? Like, what exactly mm -hmm. is it that you don't want to actually admit? Like, yo, something's wrong here. Yeah. You know, so I don't like that's one thing that I've noticed right. just recently. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's man. I'm trying to think of something else touchy. Nah. <laughs> I would call that false idols. False idols. Like yeah. in a like in a way because I feel like. We look up to the wrong people. Like, yeah. that's one of the things I feel like it's, it's a little bit of a touchy topic because we don't really want to, you know, how can I say it? Just be like a, a island by yourself. But I feel like one of the topics that we don't really talk about that we should is I feel like we only look up to generalized people, athletes. You know what I'm saying? We look up to the, the rappers, you know, before. Like, if you ask an average black man to name five black scientists for a thousand dollars do you think that that's not george washington car like that are alive Already do you think lost that my thousand. You, you feel me I though do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but you ask somebody named a five rappers they got you like that yeah you know what i'm saying and i feel like that's a problem in a way you know ask them to name five politicians but everybody oh well, i vote i put my vote in well shoot nate how many senators are there do you know the three branches of government you know yeah. like I feel like those are important questions that we don't we are afraid to check each other on because everybody has a mouth, everybody has a Twitter, everybody has social media, so everybody always feels like it's so, like I have something to say. Mm -hmm. I feel like validation is at a all time high. Like so many people want to be validated by what they have to say because I feel like everybody wants to have something um, 
like, oh, I have this of importance to contribute or I want to say this, but how much research have you done? Like how much, you know, how much time have you put into a topic, you know, to master something? I've heard that you have to put in over 10,000 hours exactly. to master something. So I feel like you it's put ten thousand and nothing. Yet. Yeah, and nothing. You know what I'm saying? But running your mouth is <laughs> my man. Okay, you get your cardio by pushing your luck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, like that's, that's how I see it. But I feel like, man, we 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 look up to the wrong people, and I feel like I want my people to be better. So I feel like we need to find the real role models in the community. Like that's one of the things. Like uh, I know, man, you put the term into my. Um, my mind, uh, not village building, but you used to oh nation building, nation building, yeah. nation building. I feel like that. I've been like since you brought the term to my attention. I've been kind of doing my own little research on it, but I feel like nation building is something that we've lost touch with. You know what I'm saying? I feel like taking people under your wing and being not a mentor but a jagger, right? Jagna, yes sir. A, how you say Jagna? Jagna, damn. Yeah. Is the the correct term because so many people have been used as mentors, but I don't know about y'all personally, but I know a lot of people will take that role and abuse it. Right. So I feel like it's also important for us to be influenced by the right people, but also those people in those positions be righteous within themselves. So you know that's that's just my take on it, y'all. I know I, know now, I started going in on it. Now you made me uh, appreciate these conversations, man. That's stuck in your head. You said we ain't talking about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, bro. But so you know sometimes, that. yeah, man. Sometimes things just stick, you know. But let me ask y'all about personal development. What do you? When I say personal development, how does that equivocate within y'all's lives? It's crucial, mm -hmm. like because uh, for me, if your mind is first, right? Like the man equals mind. Like that's something one of my jagnas always says. So originally, if y'all look it up, man originally equals mind. Okay. Again, uh, as we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. spirit equals breath. This is something I put on my story, but I was like, so you put man and breath together, you got conscious spirit. I need that to be constantly developing. Because mm -hmm. if I'm not moving, like we know the only thing constant about life is that it continuously changes. And another word for change is revolution. Mm -hmm. So you always have to, you got to create a, like a revolutionary culture within yourself because like, uh, I don't know, like for me personally, I've had both my grandfathers in jail with dementia. They did the same things every single day. It wasn't necessarily like they were really expanding their mind anymore. And it's like you said, mind controls the body, you know? So but I'm also trying to touch into that spirit too, because spirit controls the mind and body. And for me, if I'm not con constantly moving and elevating that, I'm basically dead. Like, if I'm not thinking anymore, like, if I'm just watching TV all the time and I'm not having to use my brain, I'm dead. Right. Like, what exactly am I doing? Now, now I'm just being programmed, propaganda. So, like, for me, it's, it's so crucial. And as you said, um, you said you, like, you, we are reflections of one another, so accountability that's uh, Ubuntu, like I am because we are. A person is a person because of the tribe, you know? So my personal development is so crucial because that's also my family's development, my community's development, my nation's development. So it is, it's it's, it's essential, man. If you ain't on some personal development, I'm, I'm looking at you kind of funny. Yeah. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? What, what is your purpose? Like you, you're killing us. It's, it's yeah. suicide at, the, at that point because if you're dead, then that's suicide. Right. And I feel like it's, I know a lot of people who are in the same steps. You know, they, they've never grown. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of people 
that are, you know, walking around 50 years old, but they died at 25. Their dreams yeah. died. You know, one of my previous jobs is I used to work in one of these warehouses. I know warehouse jobs are really popular now, but one of my um, one of my friends, my coworkers within the place, he's like, man, you got to get out of here because dreams die in the warehouse. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people have worked these jobs and we're all told to go to school, go get a job. But a lot of people, their dreams die. You know, we all, you know, life changes, yes, and adjustments happen. But I feel like what happens is many people lose themselves trying to go through the process. Like everybody, you know, they say trust the process. But a lot of people get lost in the process. They don't really give themselves a chance. And before you really give yourself a chance, you done killed yourself off because you fell into a system that wasn't really even designed for you. It was designed for, you know, maybe our grandparents, but now there's no pensions going around. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you haven't developed yourself, you don't have more skills. You know, you, you yeah, you, you, you're just stuck. And like you mentioned with the television, I really break it down as the word television. Like it's selling you a dream. It's telling you a vision. You know, television, television, propaganda. Is, this is how I want you to think. This is how I want you to see. You know, even when they put things on shows, they do it subliminally. They, when they take the black girl, they make her the, you know, loud. They make her, you know, and we, we, we laugh. We see it as funny. But people who don't really know black people, they, they look at it and see like, oh, this is how much, you know, black people must really be. Like even... With the Gorilla Girl. Like, I know y'all seen that, yeah. but a lot of people, <laughs> like, gorilla girl. The, yeah, the Gorilla Glue Girl, right? <laughs> a lot of people are seeing that story go crazy, but yeah. if you, like, no shade to her, like, no disappointment on her end, if you see her, you'll see that, oh, she has all these, you know, I don't want to call them abnormal, but her eyelashes are extremely long. She's wearing contacts. You know, she did something that's really crazy with people like, yeah, this is how black people must, you know, how they must think, you know, but that's not us, you know. Mm. But what we've done is we've took that situation and just blown it up. You know, it's so many more important things that's been going on in those that little bit of time. You know, it's so many more people who are influential to our culture, but we've let that influence. Like we've exactly. let we've given that so much time. And I feel like energy is important too because energy is also currency you know mm -hmm. in a way you you can't get time back no matter how rich you are no matter what you do in life no matter how good or bad a person you can't get time back so i feel like it's also important what we put into our minds and also what we get our give our time to you know what i'm saying just when i uh, say development what does that really mean to you like how do you develop yourself because i see like you said you've matured and over time you just kind of have really come into yourself and i know you have a lot more further to go but i'm proud of you and how far you've come so i just wanted to as a black man just give you your, both of y'all you know y'all flowers and appreciation but what does development mean for you i pre appreciate that for sure um i definitely think that uh personal development is the new standard and it's like you know if you're not working on being personally developed then you're basically operating on an old software program mm -hmm. you know just because like that's just the way society is. Like we're living in a skill-based, idea-based economy. Like, wh what are your ideas? What are your skills? What are your habits? Like, what are you doing on a consistent basis? Because not to say that there's a, a gap between the rich and the poor, but there's a gap between you being successful in your own standards and you not being successful or you being average. So, I mean, the average pool is almost coming down to the poor pool, and it's not comparing classes. It's just as far as it's like. What are your passions? What are your dreams? What are your goals? What do you want to do with your life? Because like you guys said before, like time is passing at an extremely high rate. Like if you look at the calendar right now, like February is almost over. It's oh. about to be March. And at that point, that means that we're two months into the new year. So 
what have you done over these two months to progress towards your goals for 2021? So I just think it's very important to be personally developed, like sharpening every skill, you know what I'm saying? Figuring out what are your insecurities, face your insecurities, and turn your passions and turn your gifts and turn those into businesses, you know what I mean? Even if it's a nonprofit, you know what I mean? And as far as is that even if you are working a job or even if you are working like, you know, a nine to five, you know what I mean? You can still build your business, but it takes you to be disciplined, it takes you to be consistent to wake up before work to put in those hours after work, knowing that I can't come home and chill, I need to put in more hours. You know, that could be social media, that could be real estate, that could be stocks, that could be book business. It's so many different things that you can do to get towards the life that you were born to live. So I just think it's very important to be personally developed, you know, take it serious, you know, work hard, and also reward yourself and treat yourself along the way. So hey. that way that you appreciate the journey to where you're trying to go. Hey man, that's, that's, that's heavy there, bro. I'm glad you broke it down like that. I mean, you said a lot, bro. Even just where you giving that spill, I feel like I've learned something. You know, well, definitely, I don't, I don't learn a whole lot just talking to y'all, but, you know, like, that is really important. Like, that's the new standard. Like, I, I like how you put that out there. Can Man. I touch on that standard? Mm -hmm. yeah. We as a people set the standard globally. Yeah. Like, I need people Man. to understand that. Yes. So, like, when you set that standard high, you're not just setting it for yourself. Like, people always follow. People are copycats. We have platforms where everybody's literally a follower. Follower. <laughs> you, sure. like, you have followers on Twitter, followers on Instagram, followers on uh, Clubhouse now, followers. That's true. You are followers. So when you mentioned the Gorilla Glue Girl, mm -hmm. there was another person in another community, I ain't going to say it specifically, but they tried to copy her. Yeah, literally. And, I saw it. And I, and, and I was like, bro, are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> How long? You got a, two examples? You, they, yeah. you didn't believe it the first time? And then, <laughs> then they try to uh, put the, the, the um, what is it, when you try to GoFundMe? They're trying yeah. to get a GoFundMe, like trying to get a surgery. They, they didn't even look like they really actually put the Gorilla Glue in there. They're trying to get attention. Right. So, yeah, I remember even when you're doing stupid stuff, you setting a standard. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I like that you said that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. For sure. Man, let me ask y'all. This is 2021. A lot has changed. People say it's nothing new under the sun, but I have to disagree. And with one of those things I disagree with it on is relationships. Okay? How do y'all feel? And y'all don't have to talk about your own personal relationship if you don't want to, but just looking at the general senses, where do y'all think relationships have come to now? Because it's just, man, it's like I talk about all the time. What I used to have to do or, you know, to go through for a relationship to get a girl's attention or, you know, get them to see this side of me is so different. Now, how do y'all feel about relationships now? Just how social media affects them and everything. Man, I honestly feel like, man, it's just false advertising. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's uh, it's fabricated. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like gummy bears. It's artificial. <laughs> it's not it's not what it makes it seem to be. You know what I mean? Because like. Like, people just put on, like, you know, different people try to look rich on social media, you yeah. know, but I mm -hmm. feel like different people try to put on for their relationship on social media. Because, I mean, I feel like, you know, the outside world, the external world, the virtual world should know, you know, a little bit about your personal life, but they shouldn't know too much about your personal life. Mm -hmm. And are you putting your personal life out there so you can get external validation? Because I, be, I feel like I will rather be more internally happy than externally happy. 
Because I feel like a lot of people, like, you can get on Facebook, you can see this, you can get on Instagram, you see this, this, and all that. But behind the scenes, when you're not on this virtual world, are you truly happy? Like, are y'all truly happy together? Are y'all truly communicating? Like, are, are y'all arguing? Are y'all doing this all the 24-7? But, hey, we need to post a picture. Hey, we need should we doing this, we doing that. And if you're truly happy, I mean, you're going to show a little bit, but you're not going to show as much because it's not true happiness all of the time. You know what I mean? Right. So I just feel like it has to be a balance between, you know, honestly being happy on social media, honestly being happy off of social media. But I feel like you have to be, you have to work more on being happy off of social media than more on social media. So I just feel like a lot of people take all these pictures, do all these things, seeking that external, oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, if you honestly look at it, I'm not trying to go too far into details, but if you really look at it, like, you could you could be posting your business consistently on social media and you may get, you know, 50 likes, 100 likes, 200 likes. But I bet you if you post, you know, uh, a sonogram, you know, that you're having a baby, I bet you're going to get 500, 1,000 yeah. likes. You post that you get married, you're going to have even more likes. Do you, you, you know, wedding ring, marriage, just, you're going to have more pictures. So it's like people, uh, I want to say people support more of things that they're comfortable with. So people post more things they're comfortable with compared to posting what you're truly doing, what truly makes you happy. So I feel like it just comes down to having a balance. And a lot of people on social media, they get so they know that this is going to get so much external support, they forget they're not internally happy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what it comes down to, honestly. Ooh, you said I like what you it. said. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, I never heard nobody break it down like that, but you broke it down and kept it real. Like That's just how I feel, honestly, though. So. Yeah, man. What about you, Zach? Where do you think it's going, man? I just want to say real quick, you made me think, like, y'all pimping your relationship. <laughs> man. <Yeah. laughs> Don't be pimping your child before it's even out the womb, dog. You are pimping. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not your culture. Even once you actually started going down the history of pimping, too, like, that is the lowest form of our manhood, I, I believe. Like, we kind of got in, uh, shout out to UGK. I know, like, let's P- Pimp C and everything, and, and the name and whatnot. I love y'all, Underground Play. That's my, that's my anthem. But at the same time, like, I ain't about to, uh, I can't be pimping my people but or my relationship in that aspect. So for me, like, uh, I personally, I, I am that, man. I used to... I'll say my faults, bro. I used to be posting everything. <laughs> yeah. No, it's hey, like everything. Then when I actually got in a relationship and I started realizing, like, folks really just, you know, I don't want to put too much out there anymore. Like, I do have ups and downs in my relationship. You know, you just need to see that I am in one. That's all you need to know. You know, what's understood don't need to be explained. Exactly. <laughs> so, right. like, uh, and, and for me personally, I feel as though, in my personal experience, other people, you know, got other experiences and whatnot but for me i've realized that there are women that do want to parade and have everything out there but there are the ones that i've seen where it's like they want the man that you already know your value you already know who you are you you know you you the shit you know what you are you know you're on your you're on your stuff but at the same time she's not trying to have you out there all the time you know like i feel like some people like that Low-key man is always about his business. It's just about his woman, about his family, about all that stuff. And still thriving, but not necessarily having to put everything out there. And uh, for me, that's, that's kind of where I am on that. Like, I just know I'm in it. I love you, baby. So if you see it, man, just just, just know that. Hey, my and, man with uh, the shout-out. Smooth. <laughs> and I just feel like uh, we need to just keep it communal in a sense like actually getting away from the social media like as you said like actually getting back to towards like talking with one another even on our relationships because we got so many different ideas of what a relationship should be now based off of what you said like like propaganda everything out there telling you what it should be yeah and it's kind of like dang like what it was 
Yo, what's up with you and your? How do y'all fix this problem? You know, like, dang, mm-hmm. we was arguing over this, man. Can I be honest with you, man? I, like, how do y'all fix that? Like, dang, you was you was at twenty and talking to your elders too. Like, dang, you at twenty five years. Like, what what worked? Like, what didn't work? Twenty five. Like, do I really want to be in with this person? Because if mm-hmm. I if I do, then I'm gonna be thinking like that. Like, dang, so I just met someone fifty years with his wife, and he said it's just the little things. It's just the little, little things. things. So. And uh. Daniel, I know you brought up something. I almost said David. Shout out to your brother. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but um, like with us talking about relationships and everything, I think it's also not to say that you should uh, build your business around your relationship, but as you build yourself and you build your business, I feel like that uh, unlocks the relationship to another level to see if like if she really supports you and what you're trying to become. Yeah. Because most people say like when you start going after your dreams, your goals, and everything you aspire to be and a person who you want to become, like I feel like. A woman says she may want to be with you through that, but when she sees how much time and effort that it takes to do that, she may not be willing to sacrifice with you. So you also have to be, um, I feel like, going after what you truly want to do in life or also unlock to see if that person is really willing to fight with you to go with through that. Because it's a sacrifice, you know what I mean? Like, you know, as far as, like, you may not be able to go on all the expensive dates that you've been accustomed to going on to because you know that I have to make this sacrifice for my business. Like, right. the time that I'm spending out with you, I need to be putting that into my business. Or the money that I will be spending here, I have to put into this. And she has to w- be willing to sacrifice with you. So I feel like that helps with your relationship, too. So you know that when you're going after what you want, if she isn't willing to do that with you, then that means she's falling off your track. And then you can move on to keep developing, keep developing yourself until you meet that person who's willing to fight with you to go to the next level, too. Right. Man, that's, that's very important. Like, that's very important. And I... F- I'm glad that you elaborated on that because I feel like having a significant other is great, but at this point in your life, if they're not a solid support system, then you really just have them as a liability. Yeah. You know, and I feel like right now in life, it's no time to have any additional liabilities then because the world is already going to throw you enough problems as is. And I feel like relationships are great, but some people just use them like toys. You know, some people treat relationships, you know, they're in and out of relationships. They don't even love themselves properly. And I feel like you can't love someone else if you don't love yourself. Like, you have to really, like, people hear that in songs over and over. It's so many songs about, oh, love yourself, da da da. People will sing songs about loving themselves. But people, what I found out, people really don't love themselves. And I feel like that's why in this generation, it's so hard to give love because they don't know what love really is they haven't really loved the first person that they're supposed to love which is themselves Mm. and i feel like that's why it's so much just hurt going on and just going around because people don't really know how to be that you know and i feel like even with men and as men it's hard for us to sometimes find love in the right way because personally i feel like women don't really want to be with you until you at the finish line you know what I'm saying? Like sure. very, yeah. very, you know, people will say that they're riders, but they'll ride for what's convenient. You know, do you really ride? And I ain't talking about like cheating and all that stuff. But like, will you really like you said, will you really ride with me during the tough times? Hey, baby, I got to cut back. Like, I can't go out as much as, you know, we've been going out because I got to save. I got this coming up. I'm trying to put this down. And it's just like, you know, I feel like a lot of times relationships really show you what they're made of during those tough times, you know. And and they're definitely gonna arise. You know what I'm saying? That you you can't escape that part in relationship. Like you're going to go through some type of turmoil. You're gonna go through some type of like hard time. But are you gonna be there with me trying to build the success? Yeah. You know. And I feel like now we have such 
I don't know, like, I don't know if it's the celebrities that are influencing, but I just feel like even in the songs, you know, Birkin, like, girl, you can't buy a Birkin yourself. They got we, the little bitty Birkin. You, know, you got the little bitty Birkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, the discount mall done got them right with that one. But I just feel like, man, it's it's just important to know yourself. It's important to love yourself. And, I mean, the topic can, that topic can go on for forever and a day. But, you know, it's just about keeping your morale boosted. And so... How do y'all keep y'all morales boosted? You know, like with everything going on, what helps you stay up and stay sane? This? This, like yeah. Not, not even playing, bro. Yeah. It's like, I, I understand. I, I do understand COVID and needing to be six feet away and everything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, historically, we are a communal people. Mm-hmm. Like, we need community. Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk. We need dialogue. For me, I need some other brothers, sisters, whoever. That's actually about some uplifting stuff all right. the time, consistently. Because uh, with my brother Jalen, who actually runs the book club with me, we weren't thinking the same way we were today a year ago, two right. years ago, three years. We was actually supposed to be roommates at UGA together. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about where our mindsets at that time, when we actually were about to be roommates, all we would have been doing was drinking, partying, smoking. Like we wouldn't have been yeah. like not yeah. exactly what we are today. Right. Like always thinking about thriving and. Uh, we, we actually appreciate one another because when we bounced our ideas, we were reading different books. We brought um, different information to one another. It was like, oh, dang, yeah. And, you know, kind of like how you cross-reference. Like, if you doing doing research, you cross-reference stuff to make sure you exact. Well, it's kind of like when we talk to one another, we cross-referencing our experiences. We cross-referencing, like, our lives to make sure that we on the same page. Again, like, I, we got codes we just need to start clarifying, like, what is our code together? Yeah. Like, how exactly do we move with one another? Because right. for me, anytime I have, man, waking up early this morning, coming to this, man, this energy, man, I was sleepy right. on the way here. But now that I'm with other you people up. and we're talking about something that's, that's getting us moving, thinking, and I'm good now. Like, it yeah. started off my day, right? I missed my affirmation, but now I'm about to go home and say it again. I'm like, good. Like, <laughs> I know my day is good now. Yeah. So... Hey, man, I'm glad you had that energy and you feel that same way. I felt the same way. I was like, man, getting up this morning. But then as soon as y'all seen y'all, I seen y'all walk through the door, I was like, oh, yeah, it's about to get alive. You know, we better have some good content. We better have some good conversation. And it's just it's just been so easy to flow with y'all, you know, and I feel you on that. Like, I need stuff like this, too, because, you know, you just have to be able to talk. You know what I'm saying? Some people call things venting, but I feel like, guys, it's, it's, it's harder for us because, you know, by nature, we're we're supposed to be workers. We're supposed to be on our purpose. So it's harder for us to kind of just sit down and really take a moment to, like, just catch up. You know, girls talk mm-hmm. all the time. Like, that's just natural. They're going to talk. But, you know, as a guy, like, even with myself, like, I don't really talk to my homeboys as much as I should. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that every conversation we got to talk, we got to talk for hours. But within me, I got to do better with just checking in on my bros. Hey, man, how you doing? Where are you going in life? You know, what, what you know, still... It, it's checking them in a way of accountability. I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be somebody's dad or anything like that. And I feel like that going back to like the touchy topics, you know what I'm saying? I feel like maybe even kind of checking in with each other, you know, checking and check actual checking each other is uh, still kind of like touchy. Cause you don't want to be like, man, man, you see, Oh, there go DJ calling me. He going, oh, man, he going to be on some positive. Like what you, what you doing with your life now, bro? But for yeah. real, like that's important. And, and we should feel that, but in the right way, you know, yeah. because Anybody who's connected to me, I want to uplift them. When they see my name, when they see me, I want them to be like, oh, what he talking about today? What he, but positive, you know, and I feel like you have to attach that positiveness to yourself. And once you truly become positive, it radiates. You know, I feel like right. it's, it's one of those things that radiate, you know, 
And so that that's how I, I pretty much want to keep it and just keep moving. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Anything oh, you want to say, JD? Yeah, you said, you said what keeps us uh, more. Uplifted, you know, yeah, going, yeah. Man, what keeps us going, and like I said, conversations like this and just, you know, just the urge to get better, man, it's like it, it becomes an obsession. It becomes mm. an, an addiction. It's like, real. man, I woke because I woke up this morning, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm making my protein shake, getting ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to motivation in the morning, and I'm getting this fuel, and I'm like, man, today's another challenge. You know what I mean? Like, I worked out hard yesterday, and I'm like, Man, I got to work out again today. But today, I got to push myself even harder than I did yesterday. Yesterday, you know, I think I read, uh, I think, like, three or four pages. I said, dang, today, man, I got to read ten pages. You know what I mean? Like, yesterday, I listened to probably, like, three or four podcasts. Dang, today, I got to listen to five podcasts. Just that urge to get better, just knowing that you, you're you working towards something. And what I like about it is, like, like this setting right here, like, the more and more you work towards your future and what you want to become, you just naturally start, you know, bringing more people alike together. Like, dang, right. we still friends after a long time. I just met Zach. The conversation going great. Yeah. I love his mindset, his spirit, his energy, and everything like that. Likewise, just, bro. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's just that urge just to, to get better, to, to do better, and do more, and to become more. And that really keeps you going. It's just fuel. It's just energy. And the more and more that you're doing, like, you're achieving your goals and, like, you're gonna become you're gonna come to an abundant place and just love where you at and then when you get to that place you've given back so much on the journey you can give back even more and just like you said in the topics like the men in the future and like we really are the men in the future because like zach said earlier like uh like how we talked about standards like not only are we creating those standards for ourselves we're creating those standards for people around us like i'm learning from you I'm learning from you y'all learning from, we all learning from each other and then on top of that when we get to where we're going we're going to be able to help the next group of men, the next group of women, the next group of families, the next group of young entrepreneurs. So it's like we're really just helping everybody but by us, like helping ourselves. And that's mm -hmm. where it really starts at. So that would really keeps me going. That's important, man. I'm, I'm glad you said that. And that advancement is important. Uh, anything else y'all want to say? We're going to wrap the show on up. Anything else y'all just want to drop or just say out right quick? Uh, all right. So for me, man, all I want to do is thank the source. God created the universe. I want to thank my ancestors because I know without y'all, I wouldn't be here. Um, the ones that made it on the ship, the ones that didn't make it on the ship uh, over here, like shout out to all of y'all. And thank you all right here because, again, like I said, bro, this this energy right here, I like this. Yeah, man, for sure. What about you, Justin? Anything you want to say? Man, I just want to say uh, thank you all for having me on the show. You know, um, thank you to the family. You know, I'm definitely not here by myself. Definitely have learned from everybody that I can to be where I'm at today. And I'm just thankful for the everybody who support me, everybody who love me, and the people who don't because that's fuel to the fire, too. So mm -hmm. I just want to thank everybody, and I'm just truly thankful and grateful. I truly appreciate it. Right. Well, I appreciate y'all fellas for being on the show. Y'all want to give y'all handles right quick? All right. Hey, at the Black Academic, D-A, Black Academic. Check us out in the book club so that we can actually bounce ideas off of each other and continue to develop with one another. Okay. And you can follow me on Instagram at I Am Spread the Word. And in my link in my bio, I got the link tree to the links to the other social media. So at I Am Spread the Word. And y'all know this is the Verified Vibe. You've officially been verified. And you can follow me at S-A- Y underscore go DJ. It's your boy DJ, and we're doing it big every day. We living well, we living right. Three positive brothers with me today. I thank y'all for y'all time. Love y'all. Much love to y'all, and thank y'all for the viewings. Show.